0: Welcome to the Mindset Dark Podcast. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Leedy, and today we are talking about the habits that separate the good from the great. The big old Buddha said drop by drop is the water pot filled. Achievement is a process that occurs over the long haul. The highest of achievers understand the importance of disciplined habits over the long run. Success is a marathon. The habits that we're covering today are not gonna come as much of a surprise to you, Okay the most common habits are simple. Yet, just because something is simple does not mean that it's easy. Today, I could give you a handful of strange tactics that give you that extra 5% edge, and we will cover that in other podcasts. But the fundamentals are responsible for 90% of success. So we need to constantly refresh ourselves. In Charles Duhigg's book, The Power of Habit, one of the best books written on habit, he coined the phrase, Keystone Habits. A keystone habit is something that impacts everything else that you do. There's certain routines that lead to a cascade of other actions just because you accomplish that one thing. So without further ado, number one is an absolute keystone habit right here. You win the morning. For some of us, this is getting up early. Grant Cardone says his number one goal is to always beat the sun up. Wake up before the sun or for a lot of people, it's exercising early in the morning. For Richard Branson, he goes for a swim or goes kite surfing around his island. And for some people, it's about sleeping in, like Jeff Bezos. So winning in the morning is different for everybody. It's based on what's important to you and what you're after. The key is to have intention in your morning and make sure that it's setting you up for success. And honestly, a lot of the highest achievers wake up early. Apple CEO Tim Cook and Disney CEO Robert Iger both get up at 4.30 in the morning. Mark Wahlberg is the same. He says he wakes up at 2.30 in the morning. One of his phrases is early to bed, early to rise. It makes a man or a woman healthy, wealthy, and wise. He had posted on social media that, first of all, he wakes up at 2.30 in the morning. He prays at 2.45. He has breakfast at 3.15. He works out at 3.40. And then in the middle of all this, he plays golf at 7.30 in the morning. Ultimately, winning the morning is about knowing yourself and knowing what you're trying to achieve. And this really comes down to experimentation. So for me, I have the greatest ability to focus and write early in the morning before the distractions pile up. But I'm also about 25% weaker in the morning. So when I try to do a workout, it is terrible. But my body is strongest in the afternoon. So I like to work really early and I like to work out late. But everybody needs to know themselves. Most importantly, it's about starting your day off on the right foot, when the morning, whatever that means to you. But in order to do that, you really need to know what you're after. So habit number two, high performers have the habit that creates clarity in their lives. The whole point of winning the morning is to set up to win the day. If you can clearly lay out what a successful day looks like, then you can determine what winning the morning really means. So how do you create clarity in your life? What do you do to determine your sense of direction and what you're after? Benjamin Franklin said, for every minute spent in organizing, an hour is earned. Tim Ferriss wrote a book called Tools of Titans, where he breaks down a bunch of interviews that he's had with some of the most successful, high-achieving people on the planet. And many people refer to building clarity with tools such as journalizing, journalizing, journaling, visualization, to-do lists, highly organized schedules, creating clear goals, reading a book, listening to a podcast, watching a YouTube channel that inspires you, and also meditation. So if you're not clear on what you're after, then it's hard to organize a productive day, week, year, if you haven't defined what you're really trying to accomplish. Grant Cardone has a cool technique. He has a notepad right next to his bed, and right in the morning, he wakes up, and he will write down all of his goals, but in the positive as if he has already accomplished them. So anything that comes to mind, he says, I want... I'm a New York Times best-selling author. I have a billion dollars in real estate, et cetera, et cetera. Right? He just writes out whatever his big goals are, he writes them as if he's already accomplished them. Brendan Burchard describes in his book called High Performance Habits, really good book. He says those who perform on a professional level don't get clarity, but instead they create it themselves. High Performance Habit number three, take action. Pony Robbins says people are rewarded in public for what they practice for years in private anybody who is a high performer or a high achiever knows that you must take massive and consistent action so what does that really come down to well according to the merriam-webster dictionary achievement means the act of achieving something or the result gained by effort so high achievement is really just another way of saying people that got a lot done they did a lot they've taken the most action Right, getting shit done, taking more actions and more of the right actions than others. That's what makes you a high achiever, being above average, right? You're a high achiever. Pablo Picasso said, action is the fundamental key to all success. And Les Brown said, to be successful, you must be willing to do the things today others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. So, one great way to check on yourself is to inventory how much time you think is gonna take to achieve a certain task. Then break that down by the hours and how much needs to be done per day to reach that. Then track and measure if you're hitting that objective. So Peter Drucker, who is one of the most prolific and well-written authors on management, both professionally and personally, has the quote that says, what gets measured gets managed. And one of my favorite books by him is called Managing One's Self. It's only about an hour, maybe two hour read, and it gives you an awesome head start on a lot of the concepts that we're talking about today. Habit number four of high achievers, they're always getting better. Taking action is one thing, and consistent action will lead to improvement. But the rate at which you improve can be catapulted if you have habits that challenge you, feed you new information, and create those shortcuts. Having something that helps you improve upon your craft is crucial whether that's just practicing it, watching YouTube tutorials, reading books about it, being coached within it, having mentors. Take sports, for instance. If a basketball player is great at free throw shooting, but is terrible at dribbling, they shouldn't spend their entire time training to shoot free throws. Some of their focus needs to be placed on their dribbling, or take learning to play guitar. In order to improve, you got to keep learning new songs, new skills, new theories. Otherwise, Like myself, I'll end up playing the same thing over and over and I kind of hit a plateau of improvement. But if there's a new challenge and something that's being improved upon, then there is growth. So what areas of your life are you consistently involved in and what are you doing to improve and continue to grow within them? And high performance habit number five, high performers build endurance in their mind and body, mentally and physically. As we've said, achievement in large part can be deduced down to doing a lot, getting a lot done. The right stuff, of course, but a lot of the right stuff. And what does getting stuff done require? Energy. So where does that energy come from? Our body and our mind. Whether this is high performance in business, sports, parenting, those who are the best in long-term performance take great care of their mind and body. What do you do to keep your body and your mind sharp and full of energy? The 10,000 hour rule. That is a lot of productivity, right? If you're neglecting your health and your energy levels, you're not going to make it, right? So it's a healthy diet. It's nutrition. It's good sleep. I was just watching a movie by Jonah Hill where he's interviewing his therapist. I think it's called Stutz. And there was a really good quote on there. I can't remember it exactly. He was talking about how he felt like when he was growing up, when people were talking about health and diet and working out, it was about physical looks, versus your actual health, your mental health, your longevity, your ability to go out and do the things that you want to do. And his therapist said that one of the primary focuses that he uses for people who are depressed is to start by taking care of their body, start working out, start getting onto a healthy diet. And I believe he said 85% of the depression was solved by people just taking control of their diet and fitness. So high performers, the vast majority of them exercise at some point throughout the day. They find space for it this is about increasing your endurance you know if you can't walk for an hour if you can't run a mile odds are you are probably leaving potential on the table right your body is just not tuned up to produce high states of energy it's not just about looks and bringing it back to richard branson who does work out most mornings he said i seriously doubt that i would have been as successful in my career and happy in my personal life if i hadn't always placed importance on my health and fitness so those are the five number one they win the morning Number two, they create clarity. Number three, they take massive consistent action. Number four, they have continuous practice, learning and improvement. Number five, they maintain physical and mental health and endurance. And I'll leave you with a little bit of bonus material here. Habit number six, don't set out to be a high performer or a high achiever. Set out to accomplish something valuable to you. If it's really meaningful, the rest will fall into action. So that's what we're working with today. I appreciate you tuning in for today's episode. It would mean the world to me if you wanted to leave a rating, a review, or share it with somebody that you thought might find value. But more than anything, I appreciate you being here. Today, if you're interested, head on over to cjleady.com, join the mailing list, stay up to date on the book launch, new podcast, and other mindset motivation. This is the Mindset is Art Podcast. Thanks for going that M.I.O.